Podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about film and television. Your hosts are here, Ryan and Scott, also known as the Turkey Boys, the Turkey Team. Terrific. Fantastic. We love turkeys. I love a nice spicy Cajun turkey. That's my favorite turkey. Thank you very much. We're back. We took a, a week off, fans. Sorry if, uh... What were you doing last weekend? You had a lot going on. Kid, I, I went to a wedding. My bruv's wedding. There you go. It was lovely. Congratulations to him and uh, his new wife. There you go. Very lovely. The, um... And I hope that... Yeah, it was uh, fun. You guys made love. Oh. After the wedding. Who are you referring to? Uh, your brother and his wife. Oh, okay. Dopely. Um, Naturally, of course. Let's see. We I have too many fucking notes. I have. I know it's been too long. It's, it's, <laughs> I have a staggering amount of notes. The uh, you've been listening to the Ronan Farrow audiobook, Catch and Kill. Yes, the expose where he's... he spends about ten hours. I just finished it. Ronan mm. spends about ten hours spinning his wheels and sort of stating things that we already knew. Who's he skewering? Like Weinstein, obviously. Mostly, it's pretty much all Harvey Weinstein. He hits up Matt Lauer a little Some bit, Lauer a couple, stuff. Little tupper, a couple Woody Allen jabs here what, and there. What? What do you, you mean? <laughs> what? Me? I'm, I'm your father. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. It was a good book. It was entertaining. It was. I did it as an audio book, but you know, it. I, I don't know how much it actually got accomplished. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. People seem to be reading it. Okay. I guess that's the main thing is get that out there. and yeah. But yeah, like what happens from there? Right. <laughs> Everyone's yep. just like, yeah, we kind of knew this and now it's just like in print. I feel like Javi is just going to spend the next 20 years slithering his way through any possible actual yeah. trouble and then get away with it and it's over. I liked how much you and Cod were into this book. Like, I was pretty deep into it. He really does tell all. I like the idea of you guys solving all this, like the Zodiac murders. You take up the case. I guess Rose McGowan has been has been quite the pillar in all of this, mm. and I find that interesting. Yes, I like her. I think she was spicy in Scream. I enjoyed her work in uh, Planet Terror. There it is. Only at the shut house. She's pretty much been shoved to the back of the line though as she's stating as a result of Harvey because I mean she had a she hasn't had much of a career she's basically doing music now I guess mm, I didn't know she did that yeah gonna have to check out her cuts but yeah Ronan Farrow Catch and Kill you can get it at Amazon bookstores if they exist and uh, I did it on Audible and it's him reading it and it's just mm. you get to hear his you know nerdy little voice for 10 hours so what get right what? in there and listen to him just basically tell us things we already knew about Harvey but make it sound even worse yeah and Hank I'm sorry to ruin your day but I got oh some boy. bad news what, new, got, what got cancelled the new Cal Pen vehicle Sunnyside has been cancelled 
Your favorite new show of the season. I mean, they canceled Sunnyside after it was a mid-season cancel, wasn't it? I don't even think it got to mid-season. I oh, think no. this is up to like three episodes, maybe four. It was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. So, mm. <laughs> I, I fully understand why they may have given it the heave ho. I always just love seeing <laughs> some shows get canceled. Like I remember the Paul Reiser show, which did exist. Like, five years ago. They canceled that after one episode. <laughs> like, it got so few ratings on the first night. They were just like, we're pulling it. It's well, done. And then he went it's on over. to do couplehood and show everybody what yes. they were missing. The rise erection. But, uh, yeah, I think it's fun. Like, when a movie bombs, sometimes they live on and, like, find an audience on streaming. Become, like, a cult thing. When a show gets canceled, it's just over. Like, it's dead forever. Like, no one will... Seek out Sunnyside. Like, it's been canceled now. It's tainted. It's it's done. Do you think Cal Penn's going to get any work, like, <laughs> doing anything decent ever again? Like, he's sort of just been a famous guy for he'll find know, his 15 way. years for no reason, even though he sucks and everything. Yeah, I I think he'll find his way. <laughs> <laughs> that fourth Harold and Kumar, always looming, always in the background, ready to be greenlit in a moment's notice. I saw there's a new HBO original series coming out. I don't know if you saw the preview for this. It's called The Outsider, starring Jason Bateman and Ben Mendelsohn. Bateman, Who's Ben Mendelsohn again? He's that guy. He plays like the bad guy and everything. He always looks like dirty and slimy. He's a good bad guy. I'm trying to think. He's in Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That British guy. Yeah. I like him. He's good. And Bateman, he's got this and Ozark. He's got a lot of shows. Boy. But uh, this show is based on a book by Stephen King. Just like every other I really, movie. I feel like I wrote this down too. And show. Why don't we go ahead and hang it up with Stephen King? Oh, I'm putting him in the obits, baby. It's You're obiting happening. Stephen King? Yeah. We didn't, you didn't even have to run that by me. You just knew. Yeah. I'm burying him in a pet cemetery, folks. Like every flight of fancy this guy has ever had has been turned into two movies and a television show. <laughs> like, it's enough. Can't someone else think of a, a creepy scenario? Like, the Stephen King stuff is just. There's like a new movie every week, a new show. That Castle Rock show is in my shuts later. Uh, You're done. I don't know if I even attempted that. I can't even remember. His stuff isn't even that great. Like, did you ever used to read his books or any? I think you used to read his stuff, didn't you? I read a few of them, yeah. yeah. And I tried to do his most recent audiobook that was in my shots a couple weeks ago, The Institute. Mm. Stunk. Guess what? I'm sure it'll turkey. be it'll be a movie or a show within of course, four yeah. months, starting like Chi McBride. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm in on that. Chi. I saw something fun. There was a. Brie Larson posted online her this picture of her with this guy who saw Captain Marvel 140 times. I'm queuing up this picture for you. Check that out. That part to the side, like... He looks like a serial killer on Mindhunter. Like, this guy saw Captain Marvel 140 times. I'm surprised she's letting him within arm's length. Yeah, like, this guy belongs in prison. <clears throat> you can you know what I have to say for that guy? <laughs> Guys. More power to him. I'm, I'm very, very, very proud of anyone who sits through a movie more than three times in the theater. Three is basic. Bush League. 
You yeah. do four or five times on the same flick, you're a hero. Yeah. That's hero. Cool. Especially if you pay every time. 140, though? I mean, I'm not even trying to be funny. Captain Marvel is, like, <laughs> barely worth sitting through once. This guy watched this movie 140 <laughs> times. Like, god damn. Life is short. Spend it wisely. Um, while we're on the subject, did you hear about Cuba Gooding with alleged assault charges? Wow. I guess they... I did hear rumblings of that. Yeah, I think he me would somebody and they were gonna... They actually dropped all the charges and then they brought them back. They, you know, they reinstated the charges after mm. Cuba forced them to sit through a screening of Men of Honor. Mm. I had a feeling something. <laughs> <laughs> I love your face when you know, like, a dud is coming. <laughs> I'm just like, where is this going? It goes. I was okay. actually thinking you were going to go with some radio stuff. I thought that would have been fun. Too easy. This oh. is radio. It's radio. Yeah. But yeah, I was having a laugh. <sighs> I think we talked about that a few days ago. The uh, They should make American Crime Story, The People versus Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> and O.J. Simpson can play Cuba Gooding Jr. on that. He's got some getting even to do, so it would make perfect sense, yeah. Perfect. Let's take a stand. <laughs> that uh, FX, Ryan Murphy, get in touch with us. Yeah. Um, what else? The uh, I saw that Comedy Central and Bill Burr are making an in-depth documentary about Patrice O'Neill's life and career. I was pretty charmed by that news. The uh, He's one of the best dudes ever, in my opinion. Very funny man. If uh, you're not familiar with him, fans, uh, check him out on YouTube. Listen to like him making any appearance on Opie and Anthony. It's Patrice like, is very funny. Yeah, I like Elephant in the Room was a good special. Yep, I believe that is on Netflix along with the other one that I can't remember the name of. But Patrice, I remember when he died. I was not psyched at all. I yeah. was bummed. Normally we love a celebrity death. This was a bad one. Yeah, he was such a just funny real dude. Put it all out there. One of the great stand-ups. Yeah, he was great. Gone too soon. Yeah, it's good he's getting like a proper documentary. It's respectable. Mm. It's a respectable thing to do. Deserve a duck. And uh, we got the little story that just won't quit. Uh, first, Scorsese <laughs> was under fire for his comments. Now Francis Ford Coppola has said that Marvel movies are, quote, despicable. And this story is just going to keep going on and on forever until we get every old filmmaker's take on <laughs> comic book movies, yeah, just, I guess. I thought it was sort of interesting when Scorsese took a shot and then Coppola chimed in, and then James Gunn defended Marvel movies, and then Favreau defended the Scorsese and Coppola's right to make fun of them. And it's just like, can we all stop like taking stands and glad-handing? And yeah. Take a stand together! <laughs> I just... I, I, it sucked. Yeah. I, I hate all those articles. Like, yeah, like someone having an opinion is not a news story. I'd like to not see that in the news anymore. Agreed. And like, when does the... De- it end like we're gonna get what does woody allen think of joker i need to know what does ridley scott think of ant-man i know what hugh grant thinks about the joker he referred to the sound in the movie as unendurable which made me laugh out loud the sound the sound hmm i guess he didn't like the score he didn't like the audio not really sure hugh's got a tender ear perhaps I was- is she there drinking champagne with you <laughs> in her wheelchair oh <laughs> What the fuck? Carmelo, what the fuck? Um, what else? Hugh Grant's one of those people I forget exists. He still pops up like every... What about that time he had sex with a prostitute? That was memorable. That was some of his best work, actually. 
That he or, sucks at everything. Let's that or Cloud Atlas. About a Boy isn't a good movie. I never saw that. Saw it. You heard it here first. Hmm. I also didn't enjoy Notting Hill and that other movie he did with Julia Roberts. Yeah, he did a lot of those. He's a turkey baker, and people talk about him like he's supposed to be. Mickey Blue Eyes, I actually thought was kind of funny. Forget about it. Yeah, him. Like, <laughs> That's Mick- the whole movie. I, yeah. I guarantee there isn't like another funny second in that entire movie. I saw it in the theaters with my dad, and I don't recall either of us laughing at all. <laughs> Kid, let's get out of here. This is a turkey. But uh, can we talk about Sirius Sandler for a moment? We were talking about that um, earlier. I'm glad to, you wrote that down. I want to bring it on, Pod. You mentioned earlier, why doesn't he go serious more often? Because like, it's too hard. His new movie, Uncut <laughs> Gems. Because try. Yeah, like, Uncut Gems looks great. Every time he does it, it's like his best movie. Punch Drunk Love, Meyerowitz Reports, or Stories. Stories, Meyerowitz Stories, the Noah Baumbach thing. That yeah. was decent, yeah. He was the best part of it. He was great in it. Yep. He's super talented. Uncut Gems... I wish I could play the trailer with a visual element for the fans. If you haven't seen it, go to YouTube anywhere. And Uncut Gems is the new Safdie Brothers movie that we've we've talked about it like six times. Yeah, it has like a a hundred and ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like everyone's like going ape shit for it. It's like we have to wait till December thirteenth, which sucks. Mm. Unless someone decides to send us a screener. A lot of Hollywood people. I'd probably to I'd pay five hundred dollars to watch that movie before December. Ooh, there's an offer. So, you, so anybody, if you're listening, you hear that? You got A24? five big ones, but not a thousand. That'd be too much. Five hundred. Yeah. But I was thinking, and I'll pull it out of my wallet. Like, <laughs> I have one more of those in me. I'll save it. Um, three is the max per show. I think is a good rule mm. for Jeremy Renner. Yeah, the hat trick. Um, no, but I, I just, think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and Sandler wise, I was thinking like, is he flawless, like serious movie wise? But then I remembered Rain Over Me, the nine eleven movie that he made with Don Cheadle, which is one of the great turkeys of is our time. Is that the one with the Pearl Jam cut? Yes, in the trailer, like only love can make it rain. Yeah, it is. <laughs> And it's like rain over me. Rain. Yeah, I don't it, even know how to find it. Doesn't have the V. How do you just spell to like it? be more upsetting. I don't even know. It's nonsense. Is there like a hyphen or an apostrophe? There's a could ya and a, sh- and a should ya. But um, moving along. Yeah, I I'm really really excited about Uncut Gems. Sandler's yeah. great. Looks so good. Can't Go wait to see it. Go watch the trailer if Whole you have deal. Watch Good Time if you haven't. That's probably like the four millionth time we've said this on the show. But just watch it. Rewatch it. It's great rewatch. And we got Zoe Kravitz is has been announced. Uh, she's playing Catwoman. In I wrote the next that down too. Batman movie starring your boy Robert Pattinson. I'm really hoping that nobody fucks that up. Mm. The director. I saw the lighthouse. I will talk about that <laughs> when we get to my shots. Am yeah. I? My love for Robert Pattinson Uh-oh. is on ice right now. Uh-oh. It's dwindling. Wow. Two Robert Pattinson shuts in a row. I mean, he made a lot of mistakes dating Kristen Stewart. I have a lot of tweets about that. She's a the lesbian. Deal. Terrific. I know. I told him that. It's terrific. Fantastic. I... But yeah, the guy who's directing the new Batman did the, the Planet of the Apes, the last two of those, and some interesting stuff before that. I got a good feeling about it. I think it'll be good. 
Who's that again? Like Kevin Smith? Hey, man. And I'm kind of sick of Catwoman, but I mean, I think Zoe I'm, Kravitz is a good choice, I guess. I'm sick of pretty much all heroes. Like, Batman is a literal rogues <clears throat> gallery, and every time they make a movie, they're just like, I don't know, we're thinking the Joker and Catwoman? <laughs> like, what do you think, guys? It's yeah, just there's like, a lot of other villains they could utilize. Yeah. And uh, they also announced Paul Dano is going to be playing the Riddler. Uh, it's good. I can picture that. Yeah. As soon as I read that, I pictured it. Paul Dano's the Riddler. Yep, I see it. That's fine. I'm surprised that he was able to take the time off uh, from shooting Being Flynn 2 <laughs> to, <laughs> to get this going. Oh, Being Flynn. A movie that couldn't exist less if we <coughs> tried. Your friendship with me for five minutes. Oh, you got some Harvey drops now. <laughs> was it fun? They're the best quality I could get, folks. I apologize for their mugginess. Please, please don't make a scene. That one's really choppy. I couldn't get a good <laughs> one of that. I tried really hard. I got, I got this one. <laughs> and it sounds like shit because she's cutting him off going like, I'm not comfortable, Harvey. <laughs> and we really shouldn't be laughing about this. But if the way I look at it is I'm laughing at a funeral. So when you die mm. on your deathbed. Oh, you will receive total consciousness. Yeah. And you listen to a 10-hour audiobook about all this stuff, so you have a free pass to... I know, think that I put it. in work to have a laugh. Yeah. I think that's fair. You're an investigative journalist? I think so. Yeah. Most of the time <laughs> I listen to it like on the toilet or while vacuuming <laughs> or power washing my patio. Yes. But, you know... I, I think that I've earned the right to play Harvey Weinstein's sound clips and laugh even though he's a monster. Agreed. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> Artie Lang is on Cameo for $150. Uh, you can get a fun video of me like smoking a butt like, <sighs> and like looking at my weird nose with the camera all close. You, that could be yours. Why does he hold the camera so close to his face for his videos? If I were him, I would do like a wide shot yeah. from the other room with the side <laughs> of my head. Exactly. The weirdest part is like he was never a selfie guy before this. Now that he has like the most insane looking face on earth, he's like, I'm a selfie guy. Like he's I'm posting... lighting up Instagram. It's Well, he's sober now. I think once you get sober, you have a thing about posting selfies. I know that I'm guilty oh, of it. I'm a big selfie that's guy. A thing. I think it's a thing. This is news to me. Um, interesting. The, mar uh, the Marriage Story trailer. Yes. Speaking of Noah Baumbach, I can't wait. I think it's going to be the runaway hit of the year. This Uncut Gems and uh, our featured review that we will disclose mm. shortly. Yes. I got... I legitimately got chills watching the marriage story what trailer. What a queer. <laughs> um, I got chills. The cinema was so um er. But they used Baby I'm Amazed in like I a fun I was going to say, how the hell did they get the rights to that? Does Michael Jackson still own all the Beatles songs? Is that, um, a, is that real? I don't think he owns much of anything since he is an <laughs> in-the-ground creepo. I know, but like his estate or whatever... He owned all the Beatles songs at one point. I remember that being a thing. Fans, if I'm right, right uh, He did. I think that somehow they got them back. or There was some sort of a, a drama. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he's got some cuts. This is Michael Jackson. But yeah, this is Michael Jackson. One of the like artsy award shows is happening right now, and Marriage Story got nominated yeah, for like yeah. everything. Was that like the Fartsy Awards? Yeah, it's like, I saw that. It's like the Kudges. 
<laughs> we're hosting it. <laughs> a lot of stars on the red carpet tonight. It's great to see you, Dennis Farina. <laughs> oh my God, it's Kevin James. Um, Get over here, you lug. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Ray Liotta and Alan Alda. I consider them both to be scene stealers. In what? In Marriage Story, as oh. the attorneys. Ooh, yes. Yeah, I, I pivoted back. No, that's good. I uh, I don't even remember seeing them in that. What a fun surprise. Yeah. Alan um, Alda seems like a good bomb bag. Yeah, I'm excited about guy. this movie. I think it's going to be great. While we're Can't wait! While we're talking trailers, uh, Knives Out. Are we in or out? Come on, man. Enough with Knives Out. He's out. Fucking enough. Looper was a piece <laughs> of trash. I love Looper. I, don't, I hate everything that Ryan Johnson's ever done. Wow. He sucks. I mean, I'm in. I think it looks good. What do you like about it? <laughs> what do you like about him, actually? Let's, let's dig deeper Lo- Looper is great. Looper's a really oh, good yeah. move. Brick is a bit much. I get not liking Brick. Brick is his best. Uh, that movie's kind of a... Uh, of all his movies, Brick is the one I like the most. That movie Brick is a turkey. It's a bit much. Oh, The is, Brothers Bloom. I like that one, too. What do you like about Even it? Even though Mark Ruffalo and Adrian Brody couldn't possibly look less like brothers. You didn't enjoy uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. Uh, it had some good stuff. Are you talking about The Last Jedi? I didn't realize he Tom did Mark? The Fly episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, and he also did... Um, the the worst episode of all time. No, but he also did the best episode, the like second to last episode of Breaking Bad where everything like goes crazy and Hank gets killed. That's whoa, not. That's whoa. not <laughs> I was going to... Yeah, I paused. The best I episode, like, I think, is the one where Hank duels those two guys in the parking lot and you think he's going to die and he doesn't. That's one of the most tense sequences in anything ever i I watch that on youtube every now and then just to like check in with it it's aged very well um breaking bad although it has aged well it's not very rewatchable when you know exactly what's going to happen which is a weird place for a show to land yeah it's weird how certain shows like the sopranos is like i could watch every episode of the sopranos you could throw the sopranos right now i wouldn't want to shut it off yeah and they're like kind of the same thing. I don't know why Breaking Bad isn't as rewatchable, but Sopranos you're, you're right. is beyond rewatchable. Yeah. I've rewatched it like ten times. I tried with Breaking Bad, I couldn't. Every time I see an episode, I'm like, oh, I gotta watch them all again now. I yes, just, like one episode, and I'm like, you know what? I should just start from the beginning and just you yeah. know take them all in without taking like I'll pause it when I leave the room. Hatsa la manga. It's like why am I pausing this? I've seen it six times. Yeah. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt. <laughs> Perfect. And also, the Doolittle trailer? I had that written down, too. I skipped it. Folks, have you seen it? This is the new, uh, another take on Dr. Doolittle. I just wished I had a cricket sound. (laughs) (laughs) With Robert Downey Jr. taking on the titular role. This looks poised to be the turkey of next year. Him just going into, you know, a coma, an Iron Man <laughs> coma for the past 12 years, and he yeah. comes out of it going, you know what? Like, I'll blow off the dust with fucking Dr. Doolittle yeah. getting revamped for the fourth time. Yeah, like him with just a bunch of CGI creations. Whoa. They probably filmed the whole movie in like an afternoon with him just like prancing around the soundstage talking to green screens. Him just a bo- 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 bo. Yeah. I'm a less funny Robin Williams with more drug problems just oh. bopping around oh. in front of a green screen and then they go, all right, Robert, here's a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Go enjoy your home in Fiji. Yeah. And then he just waits as <laughs> 17 nerds pine over it in post-production for 18 months and then yeah. the movie makes a hundred billion dollars yeah, yeah. because everybody will take their kids and then everyone will buy it on vod 
and he's doing like an accent in this movie. Uh, that's just enough. And also, this is a big Disney movie that's coming out in January instead of Christmas, which is basically them just admitting that it's awful. Like if that's just if like a doldrums, yeah. Like after Christmas, before the Oscars, it's just like it's not going to be anything. Yeah. Like if it was any good at all, it would be the Christmas release. That's what. You know, it's like a perfect Christmas release. Like, Dr. Doolittle, oh, the family, hey, whole deal. But yeah, January's where, like, the turkeys get dumped. I go and to I, school and I wreck! I was talking with friend of the show, Mark Vincent, and uh, he actually said, this ain't no turkey, this is a turducken. <laughs> Which kind of floored me. <laughs> that's funny. Do I know Mark? You're dumb. Mark, that's funny. Good for you. He's in. Good for you, pal. And there's a they released a final trailer for the next Star Wars, but we're too cool to talk about that, obviously. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Actually, I don't think it looks great, but there's a piece of music in it that uh, really grabbed my attention. What song? It's, it's like it written a, by Jeremy Renner? <laughs> yes. It's called... I don't know. I have nothing. The uh, It's the Star Wars like fanfare, but it's a new version of it. It's just very good. But, I, mean, uh, I would play it if I knew where to find yeah, it. But. It's fine. It's no big deal. I'm excited about... not. I wouldn't say excited, but I'm going to enjoy, hopefully, the mm-hmm. new Terminator movie and the fact that it's rated yeah. R. Yeah, I thought it was PG-13. I forgot that this was the rated R one, yeah. and I'm like a little more excited suddenly also. I'm God, really cut. Yeah. We opened to this already, but we can still play it just for fun. Yeah. And uh, I read a review that said Linda Hamilton uh, just calls people motherfucker and like she's very gritty and fun in it. Everyone says like she's the... Has she done anything else? I don't think she's been in a movie in like two decades. Easy? Maybe, what maybe she's, she's been, been up been, to. Yeah, maybe she's been she doing looks great. artsy stuff. She does look good. I was appreciating her roaring onto screen with those aviators and like just yeah. a big gun and just shooting stuff. It's a cool trailer. I'd watch that too after you watch the Marriage Story trailer and the Uncut Gems trailer. Yeah, as I've said a million times, like the Terminator series is just like beyond repair. It's nonsense at this point, timeline-wise. Mm. But I mean, maybe they nailed it this time. I'll give it a watch. Hope for the best. Um. I was laughing about when uh, you know, when someone gets you on board with a show, but then they abandoned it. <laughs> like I was talking to Flan the other day, and he told me years ago that Superstore on NBC is funny. So I checked it out. I'm like, oh, this show's pretty good. And I uh, started watching it and enjoyed it. And I texted him the other day about it, and he was like, oh, I stopped watching that years ago. <laughs> and I just. I felt so... But you're still in. Yeah. I was sitting there like, uh, yeah, me too. I, I also hate it. I haven't watched every single episode of all five seasons at all. That, uh... It's tough out there, folks. You gotta go down with the show sometimes. Uh, speaking of going down with the show, Jared Leto uh, tried to stop the Joker from being made because he was promised his own standalone Joker movie. That might be even more twisted than something the Joker himself would do. That's Apparently, insane. Apparently, I also read in the same article that on set he would like put a dead rat in someone's trailer and he like I think he came all over a magazine yeah. and like put it in Margot Robbie's trailer or yeah, something. Yeah, there was definitely a used condom aspect to some of that. Him just and, like trying to be more twisted. Yeah. And that's the funniest part. <clears throat> he did all that for he, He's in 
Suicide Squad as that character for less than 10 minutes total. The entire... He has two scenes. Yeah. There's the scene where, in the beginning, where he's with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, and then there's the scene where he breaks Harley Quinn out. Yeah. And then she just comes back, but he's not there, and he's just out of the movie. Yeah. Evidently, like, he filmed, like, a crazy amount more of stuff, and it's all just on the cutting room floor. And that's probably why Suicide Squad is a very choppy, bad movie. It's very choppy. Yeah. Who edited that? Like, Ving Rhames? <laughs> I was did. trying so hard to be funny there. Looking through one of his hats. Lean Lee. Uh, Gemini Man tanked. Uh, it did, kind of. It made, well, 110. It cost 140 to make, and it made... The article I read said it made an anemic 118 million worldwide. Ha ha. All my movies are turkeys, but it doesn't matter. Ha ha. I love that anemic. It's such a sassy. That made me laugh. Such a sassy critic thing. But yeah, as I long-windedly tried to explain last week, the Gemini Man, they released it in this weird format that no one could even see. It's that high frame rate digital bullshit. Yeah. Fucking then they put it into 3D. Yeah. It looked like shit. They ran the whole movie you through were the ringer. I liked it. I hated it. I thought it looked like a piece of garbage. I, I look giving watching it gave me a headache. At one mm. point I just took my glasses off and started playing with my phone. Yeah. Just <laughs> you wore glasses off for a good portion. Yeah, Will Smith needs a hit. He's been Will Smith has made just sort of like a big long line of turkeys over the last few years like he's he's working on bright too as we speak and i don't really think that's going to be the movie to bring him back from the doldrums that sounds like and should be a joke but that's it's not just a joke reality. it's really happening it's just, he's just like yeah i'll take anything whatever yeah netflix that's a paycheck yeah the new bad boys movie i guarantee that'll tank mm. Quick side note, I watched Bad Boys 1 and 2 both for the first time in their entirety recently <clears throat> and thought they were both average at best. Uh, yeah, they're good movies, but like whatever. Yeah. We didn't need another one. Joe Pantoliano is the cigar-chomping like, chief of police who's always like, You guys wrecked the city! I can't believe you. you're the worst cops ever, but you get the job done stuff. He stinks in everything except The Sopranos. Joey Pants? He stinks, and I don't like him. <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, no, I like him in the, I love him in The Sopranos, but that's really yeah. the only role. Yeah, man, Will Smith did Aladdin. I mean, that was a hit, but it sucked. Yeah, that was, that like couldn't not be a but hit. But like Collateral Beauty, Suicide Squad, Concussion, oh. Focus, oh. Winter's Tale. I don't even know what that is. Yikes. It's a, I guess some sort of a romantic movie yeah. with Russell Crowe and Colin <laughs> Farrell. I've never that, even heard of it. It doesn't exist. It's not real. I guess they thought that would be a runaway hit. And yeah, keep going. He's got more. Uh, it froze. Oh, that's fine. Bad sign. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. It's back. Because, um, like, yeah, it's been a while since he made, like, a surefire, like, wow, that was a great movie. Anchorman 2. If. After Earth. Ooh. Men in Black 3. Yeah. <clears throat> seven Pounds. I guess people like Seven Pounds. Do they? The last... I, I think <laughs> who are these? People? I've heard people speak fondly of Seven Pounds, but the last time he made like a hit movie that mm. you know the du- superhero movie or I'm sorry a Disney franchise remake doesn't count. Yeah, and Men in Black almost Men in Black Three almost doesn't count either because that's like a franchise. We're talking about like dull. a new yeah, and it's not even that bad. People shit on it, but it's fine. We saw it in the theaters. Yeah, 
couple of duds midday <laughs> with those glasses. I remember it. Pat's. It's, it's no Men in Black Two, which is legitimately. I awful. am Legend is a home run, yeah. and he made that in two thousand seven. It's got some bad CGI with those zombie creatures, but it's a good movie. So my, in my opinion, the last time he made a good movie was I was I am Legend in two thousand seven. Before that, it was Hitch in two thousand five. <laughs> Forgot about Hitch. I Robot was a good movie. A goo war. It was a goo one. And then Bad Boys 2 in 03, Men in Black 2 in 02. Like, he had a good run from, like, 1990 to... Whenever he made Six Degrees of Separation is my favorite Will Smith movie. Ooh, I've never seen that. It's great. I gotta watch that. It's really, really good. Mm. And that came out in 93. Mm. And I don't want to tell you too much. Do you know anything about it? I know most about... He's, like... He was, like, a gay guy. Yeah, like a... Well, you know how he, like famously refused to do any type of a gay scene because he knew he was going to be an action hero and like uh-huh. he, like the best they did was like that you kind of see him with another guy and they both are in their underwear and they're but they're not touching each other yeah friend of the show brian would always bid isn't there a scene where he's like on a roller coaster and he's talking to this guy about how he's gonna fuck him or something he's like that's what makes it so nice brian will hear this and be like yep got it nailed it uh i don't recall but yes. I haven't seen it in a while. Brian, yeah. uh, feel free to email us at Enough the Podcast. That goes for everyone, actually. Brian. Enough the Podcast at Gmail. Brian watched Ma recently, also. We were texting about it. We might have to have him on to do a. I would love to, Brian. To talk Ma. You still haven't seen Ma. Name, the, name the time. I'm going to wait till Ma's free. <laughs> that is fair. <clears throat> Completely understandable. I've been clearing my throat a lot tonight. It's a bad sign. It's good. Cool. Um, I don't want to talk about Cardi B joining the Fast and the Furious franchise. I just want to state that it's happening. Yeah, it does seem like something we should let the fans know about Let's if just, they haven't That's heard. out there. The guy from E.T. got a DUI. I had a big <laughs> laugh at that. I'm not even going to make it. What, Henry Thomas yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. that main guy? The, the kid. Yeah. He's now an older dullard with nothing going for him, and he's just driving around <laughs> drunk. I bet, I bet so many people made an awful, like... Oh, phone home. Yeah. yeah. I bet he wish he phoned home. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! <laughs> um. <laughs> you having a laugh? Uh, I got... I... That... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I got the giggles. He's back. Woo! This is a good show tonight. Piping hot. I'm feeling good about it, folks. Ow! Um... I've had enough news. You have any more hot items? I got one more one thing. One more home run? I wanted to tell the fans about my focus group fiasco last week. What happened? You showed up and Hold on. Well, everybody don't, started don't, sucking don't. each other's dicks okay. and <laughs> you decided you were out and you left? Yes. I thought you were actually just going to spill the beans. I no, was like, no, don't. no, 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 no. Why would I I'm sorry to interrupt your bid. I apologize. I do focus groups every now and then for fans who don't know about various topics and... It's a dumb but easy way to make a couple hundred bucks in a, like an hour or two. And they're not normally so in my wheelhouse. This was a TV focus group, which I was like, and it was in Braintree, which is like way closer. Normally they're all in town. And I was like legitimately excited to go to this. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll get some bits for the show and be like, maybe even sneak in a plug for the pod at some point. Ba, ba, ba. You just figured you were going to be in a room full of like hot babes who love TV? Yeah. Well, it was funny. I get there in the waiting room. They keep us waiting there for like 20 minutes before uh, they bring everyone in. There was a guy who was really into Mayans, which <clears> was <throat> making me laugh. Because there was a woman like going around and asking all of us various questions before we uh, went in. 
And there was a babe talking about how much she loves weed and her cell phone. And I was like, this is the one. This is just an iPhone? Or? This is Mrs. Swing. Yeah, she was just talking about how much she loves, like, looking at her phone and being on her phone. When the woman asked, like, what do you like to do? She's like, uh, I like to smoke weed and look at my phone. I was like, you know we can all hear you, right? Like, she was just, it was, like, laughable. How, well, it's legal uh, now, you know? It's a, it's a thing yeah. to discuss openly and proudly. It was just a funny scene. Like, there were a lot of moms there who were talking about how ecstatic they were to be out of the house, which was amusing. There was a guy legitimately watching TV on his phone in the waiting room. And I was like, this guy's not fucking around. Watching TV in the waiting room for a TV focus group. I thought I was a TV guy. But, uh, and then they grilled, well, not grilled me. She, the woman puts you on the spot, asks some questions. And, uh, it's funny, like, we talk about TV all the time. I watch TV all the time. They probably figured you knew too much. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm not a, even kidding. That's a nice way to look at it. But uh, she asked me what I've been watching, and I, I'm i sitting there like, uh... Oh, you couldn't think of anything. Well, no, I eventually did, but I was just laughing. Um, at, uh, um, uh, uh, the Bachelorette? The guys' grocery games? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good one to bring up, actually. But, uh... What did you list? What was your first flick the or first show? I t- what did I say? I'd lead with power on stars. I was like I said old shows. I think I said like Seinfeld, Sopranos, Arrested Development, like the Oh, class, they asked what your favorite classics. shows are? Yeah. But then yeah, then she did clarify she wanted to know like what you watch that's on currently. I can't remember what I said. I'm sure I had a a variety of uh mm. But yeah, and then like they call everyone in to start the thing and the the guy on the sidelines is like oh scott you can stay there for a second i'm like oh and only one yeah and even though it's like a best case scenario like i got to leave immediately for doing nothing and they paid me the same amount as if i did the study i was i was upset (laughs) i was like it's like you're you gonna feel pay- le- a little left out. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna pay me to leave. Do you have any idea the the wealth of movie and TV knowledge you're sending out the door here? I was like, it was, and I was like all jazzed up to talk TV. They had <laughs> it was a, a focus group about the David Spade show, Lights Out. I had a bunch of uh, what I thought were fun <laughs> notes that I was gonna bring you're up. Ordering me out? You better get your own fucking army, pal. <laughs> it's exactly what I sounded like because I was storming out. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't get in that ad oh, for the pod. Stuff. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> so I didn't didn't get to get in there. I'm sure there'll be another one at some point, but ah, uh, oh, that's okay. You'll get back in there. Yeah. Just start searching out uh, specific and TV focus groups. I wanted to talk to that babe, the weed phone chick. Was she a babe or just a woman? She was like, she was something. She existed. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I was in. But, uh, you should have just slid her a hoops card and bailed. But yeah, that was that. Do we want to get into shuts and lullabies uh, at yeah. this moment in time? I have, a few, I have a few shuts. Folks, this is the segment where we skewer things that we watched like 1 to 10 to 15 minutes of. Actually, varies. I watched about a half hour Often. I watched an of episode. 3 from Hell. That was Ooh. my first shot. Rob Zombie's uh, third film in the Ten Thousand Corpses Devil's Rejects yeah. trio. 
the three out of ten from hell, I think is the official <laughs> title. I snuck it in again, folks. Still good. You <laughs> hadn't done it on air, had you? Maybe you had. I think I must have. <laughs> An equal amount of blueberries in each muffin. Ooh. I watched an episode of Crank Yankers, which is back for some reason. Um, Although I didn't finish it, I did shut it. But I mean, is I like the Aubrey Plaza episode, friend of the show Aubrey Plaza. No, I think Nikki Glazer was in this one, and She's like, like oh, my Jim- pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> no, but that's all she ever talks about, and yeah, she's not funny. And Jimmy Kimmel, there was like I like prank calls, but the thing with this show, the calls don't seem real, and fake prank phone calls aren't funny. Like the whole reason it's funny is hearing someone's genuine reaction. Like, you know, when they're they not get, even real on their end. They don't sound real. Maybe they didn't get the right people Ugh. to. Well, you know, the. The, premise, the celebrity yeah. doing it is obviously there and on the bed, but very whatever. I shut it off. I also shut off Castle Rock season two from Stephen King, who uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna do a whole thing, but we already did. Hello, Hello Crystal. <laughs> Hello, Crystal. The Turkey Boys, but yeah. Castle Rock is a show where they just like hodgepodge every Stephen King thing imaginable into like this weird soup of a show. This season they're doing Misery and Salem's Lot, I guess. Lizzie Kaplan is playing the Kathy Bates role. Yeah, I saw that. And And then, um, what's his face? Tim Robbins gets to reprise his awful Boston accent. Wait, oh, does he pop by? I didn't get to the part where he pops by. Who is he playing? I'm not sure. Andy Dufresne? Pretty much. They did sneak in a Shawshank reference, and I was yeah. laughing like, this show is like a Marvel movie, but for Stephen King stuff. It's him just marble-mouthing his way. It just, it look, yeah. I'm enough with the fucking Stephen King. Yeah, everything's just a reference for the <clears throat> diehard fans to go like, oh, you know, that's, uh, they're talking about a character from uh, this other book. It's like, oh, cool, who cares? Could you? Imagine actually being the guy... And if you're one of those guys and you're listening to this, please, please, please send us an email so we can roast you. Yes. Like, that has read all of Stephen King's books. Mm-hmm. I've read a couple, and there some of them are a real commitment. Yeah. I read one, Deliverance. Not Deliverance. I'm sorry. Deliverance is a movie. It was Distortion. Distortion. Remember the... Kirk Fogg movie? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I read that book. That Was that based on a Stephen King thing? I don't think no, I'm, it's yeah. Desperation. It's something that sounds with a right. D. Yeah, desperation. Desperation. That's a Stephen King. That's thing. what it is. Yeah. I'm I'm flubbing this on air. I'm tired. I guess. Desperation. It was super long. I wish there's a. I wonder if there's. A, I'm gonna see how many pages it was because that was a movie and an anthology series is undoubtedly in the works for both. I'm gonna say how many pages? Yeah, seven hundred and four pages. Seven hundred Sundays, and I read all of it. Oof. What a dick. Came out in 1996. Hey, at least he got you to read. Got me to read. That, uh, Maybe I'll listen to the audiobook. That's no easy feat when you find a book that's actually worth reading, especially these days. I haven't read a good book in... Or actually, I haven't read a good book. I haven't read a book in a very long time. No? The, the audiobook is 21 hours. Mm. That's long. And then I got a bunch of Netflix shuts. I'm just going to steamroll through here. A bunch of Netflix Ridge. Yes. These are all Netflix originals, and they're all unwatchable. A new zombie TV show called Daybreak. It's, like, fun and teen-centric. It's Ugh. 
Got like the most cringeworthy lead character and narration. The like the guy's talking to the camera and he keeps saying like ghoulies and like dropping dud after dud. Then I saw Matthew Broderick playing a principal, and I was just like, I can't watch this. I don't need it. I shut it. Uh, a horror movie called Eli, another Netflix Ridge. Uh, I didn't even attempt that. I am proud of you for giving it a shot. I mean, it's almost Halloween. I've been trying to, uh, to do the scary movie thing, get in the spirit, as they say. But uh, this movie was very bad. It's about a kid who... He's seeing visions, and he can't be in the sun or breathe air. They've got him in, like, a bubble boy costume, and people are throwing rocks at him. It's, it was terrible. And I've said this before, but every Netflix movie looks and feels the same as all the other ones. They have a program creating these films. And that brings us to the new Paul Rudd Netflix original TV show. Which, first of all, they, instead of making this a TV show, they should have trimmed it down to a nice hour and a half long movie instead of eight uh, 40-minute episodes or whatever it is. But uh, I think you I watched that. I shut that off, too, yeah. yeah. I made it about... There's a Tom Brady cameo. I literally... I was watching the show. There's a Did Tom Brady cameo. Did you knew I was going to kill it at that? Yeah. Like, <clears> ten <throat> minutes in, I was watching it, and it was just like, well, Hank's out. And... Uh, you were correct, sir. It kind of reminded me of that other Netflix original, Maniac, that wasn't great, but was very like that stylish show sucked too. Yeah. yeah, it was like really. It's the Netflix thing. Like, what are over stylized like Velvet Buzzsaw? Like, where it's just like it looks like you're gonna like it, and then you. It's sort of like everybody's trying to look recreate the Neon Demon or something. Yeah. and then like you Nicholas. watch it, and it's just like like really slow and like weird to the point of like who would like this? Like that's why it was surprising that. Too Old to Die Young was on Amazon. Mm. Uh, it felt like that should have been on Netflix. Yeah. It was almost like they passed on it rightfully because it was a piece of shit. Yeah. But yeah, this show, it's got Paul Rudd as at least two different characters. I assume like more will come into the, the picture. I only watched the first two episodes, but the show, it's like multiplicity, but less fun. And I don't mind Rudd, but he's no Michael Keaton, so... You know, like multiplicity, the guy clones himself. He's like, oh, I hate my job. If only I could clone myself and make the clone go oh. to work. It's it's that, but with Rudd. And then, like, I don't know. I also realize I don't like things where one actor plays multiple roles that are on screen at the same time. You know it's what distracting, I mean? and it gives you a headache. Yeah. It's just... I, mean, I can't get into it. The whole time I'm just thinking about them filming it and how weird it must be to act opposite nothing but yourself. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but that being I, said, I thought Paul Rudd was... He was decent at acting opposite himself, which must be difficult to do. He's not a bad actor. I just don't think he's very interesting or fun. Yeah, especially this show. It's just very... Very blah. What else did you shut? That's it. Those are all my shuts. Huh. Are we in our review segment? We're about to be. Ooh. Folks, one last time for the fans. It's Scotty's Ballers segment. Uh, You might not be aware. Can't wait, brother. (laughs) Brother? Brother, my show's over. Should have got canceled in the middle of the first season, but it went five seasons, brother. How many vests do you think they have in wardrobe? A lot. (laughs) 
New like, West every episode. One in every color. The, uh, but yeah, this is the series finale of Ballers happened, and I watched it. I didn't watch the whole season. I just wanted to check and in with the you final. You loved it? Yeah, <laughs> I adored it. This will be spoiler heavy, and I've actually never felt better about spoiling something in my life. This is uh, this is the show on HBO where it's The Rock and Rob Corddry doing sports deals. It's sports entourage. It's terrible. This show doesn't even like make jokes. It's a half-hour drama that isn't dramatic, and it's a comedy that isn't funny. <laughs> it's nothing. It's the worst show that HBO's ever aired. And it's you so bad. It's, you think it's worse than um, Carnival? Yes. I I never saw that, but I bet it had some stuff what going about Treme? for it. Yeah, Treme's better. You were a Treme guy, weren't you? No, but I could be. <laughs> more more than ballers. I go to school and I wreck. The the big finish in this episode, everyone's mad at The Rock for making too big of a deal. Deals are terrific. I love deals. Fantastic. And then you got Cordry and Russell Brand, one of the most lifeless duos I've ever been force-fed in a movie or Do Cordry show. and The Rock bury the hatchet? They do. They both realize that the other has a heart of gold and that they should probably make a cool guy deal together. They made the deal together and then they hugged each other and... Brother? What about Russell Brand? Oh, right, mate. I'm like on the sidelines with some other deal, right? It's just... Oof. In this show, they use narration every now and then, but it's so, like, shoehorned in. And that's, uh, that's because they can't convey things through story or dialogue naturally. So they just use a, a cheap shortcut. It's, it's very hack- It's like when Family Guy cuts to a random scenario without earning it with a good build-up. They're just like, here's The Rock, like, yammering about this. The last scene is The Rock giving a speech to the camera about never giving up. And it's so default and uninspiring and probably a speech that The Rock has given like on SmackDown and in every movie he's made in the past couple years. Ugh. It was truly terrible. And, uh, yeah. No need to prattle on about it. It's actually not hard to succeed this league, guys. All you gotta really... Oh, that's Ballers Season 2. Yeah. I was trying to get a clip of the... Not Ballers... Or, yeah, I, I hear you. You know what I mean. I've seen it's, it's a turkey. I've legit seen cartoons with better series finales than this like <laughs> paint by numbers excuse for a final. <laughs> well done. It just really should have been canceled. Like um. you finishing it though, you know what I think about that? Mm. Oh, folks, that's he, solid. He completed the hat trick. I did. Um. Can we get into stuff we liked now, like real shit? Sure. I need, I need, I need to get the, f- the featured review off of my chest. <clears throat> uh, Parasite. Yeah. You want to get right into it? Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Yes, Ho. This, is, this is the movie of the moment. Really big show. We saw it in, in a packed theater last Way week. Way too packed. It was, what about that little confrontation I had at the beginning of the movie? You hated that. That was hilarious. That guy came came over and he was like, "Excuse me, uh, but I believe that you guys are in my seats." Yeah. And at this point, the theater was relatively empty, so I just sort of looked at him and said, "Does it really matter?" Mm. 
And he goes, well, uh, and, and he you could was, tell he was like hating it. Mm. And he was like, well, it's a sold out show. And I was like, in my head, I was thinking he's right, darn. And then I looked at him and I said, well, what seat are you in? Mm. Because I wanted to continue the confrontation. You needed I needed the seat him to be wrong. Well, I needed him to say 106, and then I could have said, "Well, we're in 102 and 103." So mm. then you could have hit, hit the bricks. You hit him with a good aha. Literally anything, nothing would have made me happier than for him to be wrong. Yeah, but then it was just awkward, and he was just standing there, like, "Yeah, you're, tell the truth." You're in my seat, and we were like, "Oh, yeah, got us." Oh, oh boy. <laughs> but yeah. Director Bon Joon Ho, he's made some good movies like Okja, The Host, and Snowpiercer. I recommend you liked Snowpiercer? I did. It was that, good? That was a cool movie. Where is that for the fans? That is, that's like a good lead-in flick. I, th- I think that's on Netflix. And that's a movie, it's like the post-apocalypse. You are correct, sir. The only There's this train that keeps running where it's like... It's the only thing going on in the world. This train just keeps running and... The front of the train is like nice and has all the rich people, and then when by the time you get to the end, it's just like a horror show. It's it's a very cool, clever movie. But we're talking Parasite tonight, his latest and possibly greatest. This was a Korean film, subtitled, which I liked. It made me pay attention better. Yeah, I remembered everything because of that. Get those eyes on the screen. <sighs> I wrote down sheep fox analogy. <laughs> great, great was, note, Ryan. Yeah, that was probably that poignant. sounds inter- interesting. Um, I hated the untimely laughs in the theater. That annoyed me. This was a funny movie, though. It, it had some legitimate laughs. The stuff we laughed at was a little different. Like we laughed at some of the more grim parts, mm. and it's tough movie to discuss in detail without ruining it. We got to be careful here, yeah. folks. It's, this is a movie that's like unclassifiable, <clears throat> though. Like, could you put this movie in a genre? Thriller? Yeah, I guess. It's a thriller. But, like, it's got it all. Like, it's it's a drama, it's got laughs, thriller, even some, like, horror movie stuff at times. It's, I would say that it is a but dark it, like, comedy slash thriller. Yeah. Would be it, the best way to describe it, but that's not really its own category. It should be, because mm, it's cool. I can dig. But, yeah, like, it all flowed together nicely. But it's hard to make that kind of a movie funny. Yeah. Sometimes... Yeah, like, the tone is tough to nail in a movie like this, but this movie was just, like, I was with it, with each twist and turn. Yeah, to to keep it spoiler-free, it's a a person infects this other person's life. Yes. I'm going to keep it very vague. Not going to tell them with with what or how or what and where. Nothing, no deets. It goes to some crazy places. Oh, you're going to love it. And unfolds very amusingly. I would say it's uh it's got a lot of like moral dilemmas where you know you're sitting there watching it and you're thinking what would I do in this you know the classics it's uh there's a moment in the movie that shocked the entire theater and like made everyone gasp like Martin Sheen was cascading to his death in The Departed and uh it was cool because it was a scene where the movie could have like changed like a character like says like he's about to hit his wife and you're like oh shit like this guy's bad but then he's just joking it's I don't know it, it had a bunch of like cool weird twists the movie just seemed very uh, alive one might say the characters all seemed very it's real. really like heavy handed with the metaphors oh yeah 
in terms I, of I like that about it yeah. though. Sometimes I see a movie and I don't get it until I hear someone else explain it to me. This movie, like I feel like I got it all, like watching it. Yes. Like I got all like the Like the metaphor about uh money ironing out all the creases. I really liked that. Just yeah. not just sort of like they meant figuratively. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I can't remember that, but um, I like that. The Morse code was cool. Yes. I, I can't really discuss that either. Just, I don't know. There yeah. was. It's a movie. It doesn't have, like, traditional villains. Like, the plot and who is good or bad is always in flux, one might say, for lack of a better word. Uh, I kind of found myself rooting for the same people, but mm. it, it flips it a little bit. Yeah. There's some flippage. Some very... I was just on board the whole time. I thought it was great. Like, maybe the movie of the year. I wish we could talk spoilers, because that's where this movie comes alive. But we're not going to do that, folks. Yeah, it's hard want, to discuss. I want you to go in as blind as possible to this movie. I think that it would be important for everybody to get out there and see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Because it's something about watching a subtitle movie that's a little complicated at home. You're going to miss some shit. And yeah. There's a lot of little details in this movie. Parasite, it's everywhere right now. We saw it opening night and it was slammed. Yeah, which was last Thursday. That's true. Like watching it at home, like you pick up your phone for a second oh, and then like you like, fuck up the whole movie. Yeah, ten minutes go by and you miss like all the stuff. Because this is a movie like it's all good, like all of it, the whole, the whole runtime. Yeah, that's Parasite, folks. Get in there. It's You're going to love it. It's like sold out everywhere. It's, people are is it really? It. Yeah. Or, like packed house. Yeah. Yeah. In the city around here, sure, it's sold sure. out everywhere. Um, what else did we see? We watched... Uh, I watched a few things by myself. Ooh, do tell. I should have just put this in my shots, but I watched Uh-oh. The Lighthouse. Ooh. Folks, this is big... We were very excited for this. I haven't I seen it yet. I was pretty excited. I think you're going to love it. And mm-hmm. I liked it in the beginning, and then all of a sudden the 35-millimeter film got kind of annoying, and it just felt like a more depressing coffee and cigarettes mm. with this Willem Dafoe. It felt like he enjoyed this movie, or he was ex- more excited about this role than anything he's done since Boondock Saints. People are saying, like, Academy Award <clears throat> nomination for him for this. Yeah, he got that for... Uh, the Picasso movie last year, or the Van oh, yeah. Gogh movie. He does get nominated a lot. Yeah, he gets nominated all the time. They don't give it to him. It's kind of a weird He nominee. just sort of sits in the crowd like, well, it's just nice to be nominated. He's someone, I like him in movies, but he's always... He's fine. He's always Willem Dafoe. I always look at him and I'm like, oh, there's Willem Dafoe. It's- Lucy, uh, my girlfriend, made a good mm. point uh, about after we walked out, she said it was as if Wes Anderson directed Eraserhead. Mm. Which sounds cool, right? But it was stupid. I love a good this meets that. It was very much a meets. Like it didn't feel with like a smattering of um, Jim Jarmusch. You just tell like slow and little splash of Jarmusch. Just like we like to call it icy boring. I I honestly hated it. (laughs) I hated every minute of it. From from the first five minutes in, I was like. We walked out. Lucy and I walked out of it. It was in the Boston Common again. Two nights in a row. In the or two, It was Thursday night we were at Parasite. And mm-hmm. then Saturday night I was at this. Mm. And it's just too much in yeah. a shitty theater with the bad seats and, then, and horrible temperature control. Yeah. And I didn't even get popcorn because we just went to get dessert. Ooh, you do like to no get popcorn. popcorn. You need I'm that thrown corn. off. I don't know. It stunk. 
I was laughing when you were texting us like as you were leaving, and you were just like, "You are going to love this." Yeah, Oops. you're really gonna like it. You're really gonna like it. It's black and white, and it's just artsy and weird, and you're gonna just dig all the like. I don't heavy-handed like, metaphors, and just, I don't like the aspect ratio thing where it's like it's not filling the whole screen. It's like a box on the screen, so yeah, it can be thirty-five millimeter yuck. or something. That's just annoying. It's like fill the screen. It's. Agreed. It's big. Get it all up there. So you're saying you're not recommending The Lighthouse to the fans? Uh, I'm recommending it to you, and Ooh. that's it. <laughs> How's that sound? I like that. It's perfect for me. I'll probably wait for video. I don't see myself going to see this movie solo. Although, I don't know, maybe if they get it at home court. We'll see. You want to talk about wounds? Oh no, wounds. I forgot about wounds. Wound, 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 baby! Look at the wound! This is a new movie on Hulu, starring friend of the show Army Hammer and Zazy Beats. You got Dakota Johnson in there, some other people. I can't believe Zazie Beats exists. She's getting so much work. Have you ever seen anyone, like, in more stuff? She's in everything I watch. What's her real name? Like, Kevin <laughs> McLean? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I do believe yes. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh this movie was awful. I uh, I thought it was going to be like a horror movie. It's more of a thriller. Uh very low budget. It starts in a bar and has a really long opening scene and I thought it was going to be one of those movies that all takes place in one location, but it's not. Maybe it should have been. I uh I stuck with this even though it's very all over the place. It's a movie that someone would refer to as moody, just because it has like a, a dull, like Trent Reznor score playing in the background while people are just kind of like futzing around, going like, "What's going on? This is weird." And it's kind of like a haunted cell phone movie. It's one of like the dumber movies I've seen in a while. I kept waiting for it to come together. <laughs> And then by the end, I was just like, oh, this is just getting worse and worse. I don't even have notes on it. We watched it in, like, the morning. Yeah. It's not the kind of thing you could I'm even... I'm looking through. I just, I've already gone through all my notes, so phone's going over. Um, He's off-roading. I didn't... Army Hammer just... They keep giving him a chance. Yeah. He, he gets chance after chance after chance, and they're all turkeys. And I'm still not... I'm, I still don't dislike him. I think he's fine. Yeah, I don't. Th he's good in uh, the Social Network. Sure, dual roles. Yeah. He's what else is he decent in? I famously don't hate the Lone Ranger. He's he's okay in that. I couldn't believe my <laughs> eyes when I watched that fucking movie. Believe that. Yeah, you really liked that movie. I mean, not really. Like, I thought it was fine. I meant like you really like. As oh if yes, it, yes. Okay. That's not like you really, really. Um, you really, really liked me. Sally Field's book is now on sale uh, on Audible <laughs> for four ninety five. Speaking of her line from her Oscar acceptance speech, yes, Sally Field. I believe it's called. Um, it's called like a life or my life. Yeah, like purple vagina or just something feminine. A lullaby. Yeah, I guess people weren't really having it at the twenty two ninety five price, so they dropped it a couple of times, and now they're giving it away. It's a fire sale. Mm. Yeah, that's something I w probably wouldn't read. I like no. a good celebrity bio, but Sally Field, I don't know. If... No thanks. 
Our, that's something our parents would enjoy. They're probably more Sally Field people. They like like a coal miner's daughter or whatever that movie she's in that people are into. Slog. But yeah, so Wounds is garbage. It's on Wound. Hulu. Check it out. Wound. I watched uh, Jenny Slate's new comedy special on Netflix called Stage Fright. Was it funny? It was decent. Jenny Slate is very cute and funny, and this special, it kind of, I don't know, I was expecting a little more from it, I guess. If I could give a critique, it's almost too personal. Like, most of her mm. material is about her family, mm. and in between... In between the the stand-up, there's all these, like, documentary vignettes with her and her family doing this and that, and I I think the special would be better without all that in general. If she could have tightened it up and left her family out of it. Yeah, it it seems like filler. It's stuff that... I'm one to talk, telling people to leave their families out of things, (laughs) but... NBD. But, yeah, it kind of disrupted the flow of the stand-up, and... I don't know. It wasn't great. It had some laughs, though. She's fun. She also, she kind of shrieks a lot, which became a bit much. Mm. You know, she's like wacky and I don't know. She was doing this thing where it's like, calm down. <laughs> do do your jokes. We also watched the Watchmen pilot. The uh, new... You watched it. Oh, Ank shut it. I forgot to list that in my shots. I'm forgetting all my shots this week. Yeah, I did not okay. make that. And I think it's time for Don Johnson to get less work. Ooh, you've had enough? I'm kind of liking uh, seeing Don out there. He's a, uh, he's good. I don't mind him. This he's, is a, he's good. I don't know. I just he is very Don Johnsony. He's another guy where I see him. I'm like, oh, this is Don Johnson. I don't yes. buy him as whatever character he's supposed to be. But Watchmen is the new HBO series from Damon Lindelof, who did Lost and The Leftovers. It uh, stars Regina King, Don Johnson, as we said, and Tim Blake Nelson, some other people. Who's Tim Blake Nelson again? He's that guy, he's that little sidecar who's in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Nope. Oh, uh, in Buster Scruggs? Yeah. He's, he's yep. Buster got Scruggs, me. that guy. I like him. He's got chops. And uh, He's fine. I thought this was like a, a solid pilot. It had some, some cool scenes, some interesting setups. It's actually classic Scotty stuff. It's got a great score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, which uh, hasn't hit Spotify yet. I'm waiting to I'm waiting to hear that. I want to listen to it. But uh, that is classic Scotty driving around listening to a score like a serial killer. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I, I watched Tim uh, Heidecker's Mr. America. Oh yeah. That was pretty funny. I want to see that. I yeah, haven't. Just sort of bopping around wearing ill-fitting suits and just starting fake arguments with people. and yeah, like, like vaping. Just and being a nudge with these awful sunglasses. It, 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 I get a kick out of it. It's definitely very watchable. Mm. Um, that's all I watched. You got anything else? No, just Watchmen-wise, it's... Uh... Right back to Watchmen. <laughs> just for a second. Can't wait. Just for a second. It's like... The opposite of Ballers, using forced narration. This show, it explains the world through, like, action instead of, like, shoehorn narration. Like, it's in the future and cops have to wear masks because everyone wants to kill them because it's all gritty and they need express permission to unlock their gun to even use it. Just, I don't know, some good, <clears throat> some good world building. 
<laughs> I'll stop before I make Ank ill. I almost threw up. Kid's getting sick. But uh, yeah, Watchmen is on HBO, and I like how they've said this is a, a one and done just this season. Nine episodes, then it's over. It's not a... Uh, you know, it's not yeah. going to go on forever. They said that about uh, Big Little Lies, too. And then they dug it back up. Mm, you never know. That's true. There's yeah. a lot of more for them to do with Watchmen, too. No, yeah, that's a good point. If it gets they, these, they these do that on purpose to trick people. Fuck, you're totally if right. Everybody watched it. It's like a. It's like a. Who watches the Watchmen? <laughs> but it's like what, sir? It's like they, if they. It's a perfect situation for them because they guarantee the nine episodes, and if nobody likes it, they just go, "Well, that's all we were going to do anyway." You know what? Yeah. But then if everybody loves it, they go, "Oh, well, we just happen to have." Eighteen more episodes in the can. Yeah, they'll it, make anything again if you, if enough people watch it. It's, it's kinda, about the money. It's kind of like a reverse cancellation where like right. they yeah they cover their bases. If you start off a show canceled, then yeah, it doesn't even matter. Might be brilliant. Damon Lindelof is brilliant. My goodness. Why did you do that, Scotty? <laughs> Mark. Also, I shut. Uh, I. Brace yourself for a reveal. I signed on to your Epics account and started watching Instant Family, starring Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne. Not to brag, but I gave a dynamite speech at my graduation. Oh. <laughs> um, how was that? It's not good. I forgot to list it in shuts. I mm. turned it off. Tom Segura's in it, which I thought was cool because he's funny, but it's a bad movie. Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne have zero chemistry. What's it called again? Instant Family. It's from the I guy. I feel like I watched that. It's from the Did guy who Daddy's directed home? Daddy's Home. I was home. gonna say, yeah. I feel like it's, so, they're so similar that I feel like I've already seen it. For people who don't remember, Ank loves uh, Daddy's Home and just Daddy's Home too. Oh yeah, that's that's the bit. Yeah, I forgot. I'm the guy who probably won't get in. <laughs> Vince. Um. Oof, I might yeah. have to deactivate that Epic's account. It's bad. Oh no, he's shutting me down. I mean, you can always have the Amazon. Fans, brace yourself. I'm also thinking about going... If I were paying for Netflix, I would have canceled it a month ago. I'm yeah. Not, net, fuck Netflix. Yeah, they... You heard it here first, first folks. I'm cutting the... Everybody's talking about cutting the cable cord. I'm going to go back to cable, and I'm going to cut Netflix. Wow. Kind of a cool move. I think so. You want to know what that move kind of makes me feel like? Hmm. Go on. <laughs> wow. Four. He did four. It wasn't even a good one. It was like chopped up at the beginning. It was a goo one. It was a, have a goo one, man. Yeah, um, do we? I think that's everything. That's all I got. Yeah. I give you the candy line. Oh, wait. I actually have one more. I'm going to sneak in for the fans. Hey, go ahead. I watched Little Monsters, which is a new horror movie on Hulu. Not to be confused with the Fred Savage classic. That's all I was thinking about. Of the same name. <laughs> Which, <clears throat> side note, I don't like when a movie has the same name as another movie. Nothing worse, that yeah. Should, that should it's be confusing illegal. and not allowed. It should be like band names. You can't just have two of them. Like, what are we oh, doing? the Beatles. Here? Oh, okay. <laughs> we're also the Beatles. Well, there's a lot of movies. Yeah, there's a lot of bands, too. They figured it out. Yeah. But yeah, Little Monsters on Hulu. It's about a, a ne'er-do-well uncle who takes his nephew on a class trip. Lupita Nyong'o is the teacher. The zombie apocalypse starts. Wackiness ensues. It was decent. It's got kind of like a Shaun of the Dead kind of vibe. The main guy is this Australian guy who I figured must be a Hemsworth, but he's not. I checked afterwards. 
And it was only two, right? It, it was fine. It was light, breezy, enjoyable, 90 minutes. If you want to watch a, a Zomcom, as they say. <laughs> Do people really say that? Well, that's what Shaun of the Dead was marketed as, a Zomcom. I always thought well, that was Well, there's a fun. few of them now, yeah. Yeah, they did kind of create a genre. And it loses steam in the second half, but it won me back with a charming ending. Check it out. Little Monsters on Hulu. What do you got for plugs? For plugs. I don't have any plugs. I forgot to write plugs. So just um, actually check out Uncle to Uncle on iTunes. And they now have bonus content on Patreon. Check that out too. And for the turkey boys here at Enough, follow us, rate, review, subscribe, email, tweet, whatever you do. Do and go, please. And also have a good one if you would. Yeah, don't forget to have a good one, man. You can follow me on Instagram at Ankfit. Oh, yes. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Don't forget the underscore because somebody got the first one and it's upsetting. Mm. Yeah, we'll take him down in time. Have a goo. Have a goo one. Bye bye. Oh, dead air. Oh, boy.